Welcome back to the ninth episode of Myth, Magic, and Might, uh, under the Flavored Enemy banner. Tonight we find our heroes, the only friends, uh, exploring the wonderful city of Fogcliff. Uh, last episode, they had... Uh, uh, they arrived to the sprawling metropolis built on top of a giant and uh, constructed by giants, I mean, bridge uh, that human uh, humanoids had built a city on top of uh, and on the various levels. Uh, Hayden and Rosalind went down to the lower dock levels in order to talk to... Uh, uh, in order to talk to the uh, head shipwright in the area, uh, a Mr. Robin, who apparently owed a favor to a contact of theirs. And they found, um, well, they certainly found that Robin was very handy being a member of the Forearmed tribe, uh, who Hayden success, who Hayden challenged to a dance off and won. Indeed, we found out that Hayden's hips do not lie. Uh, and, uh, Rosal, uh, Ro uh, let's see. Uh, Gialin and Frida did, uh, decided to wander about, yeah, Frida and Gialin decided to wander about the city streets and found a merchant trying to sell them Fogcliff Fog. And, uh, and then successfully bullied a fog venter lady. Um, Priscilla is drinking at the tavern, uh, presided over by uh, Aaron Tidewalker, a young man who dreams of something more. Adventure, perhaps, as he stares at the su setting sun being reflected in the water. So it's like two suns. And uh, finally... Uh, I <laughs> and I believe that uh, and Lana decided to venture into the black markets all alone. Surely this will not go bad for her. So we are, I think, going to open with Hayden and Rosalind. Uh, so the two of you have... Uh, returned to the tavern into uh, a private room that Robin has set aside. Uh, the the doors are open so that like you can hear into the rest of the tavern. Uh, the ship's bed tavern is mostly built from uh, salvaged lumber from various uh, ships. Uh, so it's uh, a pretty interesting looking place. Um, uh, <laughs> And, um, let's see. And Robin is a, um, let's see, what, what is Robin doing? Robin is, uh, setting you down and he says, All right, um, so, in regards to your train robbery, I think that if something like that were to happen to, you know, while our dear Mayor Thane, Bane, Shane, McCain were supposed to make sure those shipments arrive on time, then I certainly think that uh, 
it could ruin his standing with the Empire, which is the only thing keeping him in office. And if I could somehow remedy the situation, of course, not fast enough to let you es- not fast enough to prevent you with escaping with at least, you know, a good portion of the loot, but some, then I think I can use that to leverage getting myself in from there, I can affect a lot more change. For the better, of course. Does that sound acceptable to the two of you? I'm gonna look over to Rosalind and just raise an eyebrow, waiting to see if she might have anything to counter or request in addition. I will look back at Hayden and give you a look of uh, I don't really have any objections to what he's saying as long as we get what we need. Well, I would have to say that mm, your terms certainly are amenable for us. So, who are these other shipwrights of yours? Who... Oh, uh... Can we trust them, really? Uh, the... The four that I have set up, um, all of them are, world are, are you know, what uh, they are certainly a plus shipwrights, not as good as yours truly, but uh, I, as part of our arrangement for defeating me, and he lowers his head slightly ashamed, then I will be there personally to further train and assist them with the construction or reconstruction rather of your ship um and he uh he pulls out a shoulder bag and he pulls out um a number of blueprints uh that he uh sets out in front of you and he says uh which of these is most similar to the ship you have um and he he sets out a few different um uh, plant like a few different blueprints for various uh, flying ships, and um, definitely the one that is labeled. Um, hold on, let me pull up the map. For just so I do have a quick question for you. Uh, yes. Can I read blueprints? Like, can I look at one and like know enough where like. I know which one is going to like fit. Do I have uh, go one ahead. already? Uh, go ahead and roll a. Um, uh, go ahead and roll an investigation check. Actually, I don't know if I'm qualified to help, but if I'm able to help, give him, give Hayden the help action, I will. But I don't know if I have the expertise myself to be able to help Hayden in this matter. Do I? Um, probably not. You haven't really looked at this ship. Okay. And, you know, Hayden can because even though he's not a shipwright, he, like, lives on this ship. Yeah, so... I'll I'll say you do have advantage. Oh, okay. Uh, you do have advantage, I would say. You do live on this ship. Oh, shit, okay. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Let's try this again. (laughs) <laughs> that was worse. <laughs> Shit. Ten. 
the dice so, are not my favorite, it would seem. I mean, it was a pretty low DC. Uh, so, you look through these prints, and actually it's the oldest one that catches your eye, the one that's a little faded, and it says, um, uh, Theodoran, uh, uh, a Theodoran, what's it called? Yeah, a, a Theodorian Caravel. And, um, yeah, of the four, that's, um, it's almost, it's the one that is certainly the most similar to the ship you had. Like, obviously, there's a few differences, but it looks pretty much identical. I'm going to just lean over the little table that it, that they're on and just, I'm going to tap on it a couple of times and say, you know, I think out of all of them, this one, this one right here, would probably be oh. the closest. I mean, it's... Wow, I not an really? yeah, not entirely the same, but I think think this one will do well, just no fine. Two, uh, well, no two ships in the world are the same, my friend. But uh, <laughs> of course, of course. Well, yeah, I mean they're made from lumber. There are no two trees in the world that are the same. Therefore, you know. But in any case, um, uh, Theodore and Caravel, that's. That's really strange. These are old ships. I mean, I just kind of grabbed the drawer, you know, with the flying ship plans that I have, but um, I wasn't expecting this. This model's like over 8,000 years old. Well, if I'm entirely honest with you, it is an old ship. <laughs> it must be. How is it not rotted to pieces by now? Well, that's a very good question. Uh, that would be... You know what? Let's let's leave it at that for now. An incredibly good... Perhaps in time I'll tell you the story. Interesting. He, he, he looks... He, he looks very... Hmm. He's thinking about this a lot. Um, so... Um... But... Uh, anyway, I, uh, I'll bring in the first of our, um, I'll bring in the first of our prospective, uh, shipwrights. Go ahead. Uh, uh he, he, uh, leans out and calls, um, uh, uh, Nigel, come on. And lumbering in is this squat, short, uh, crocodile man with uh this uh he's wearing suspenders and like a uh uh under uh, a white undershirt his huge face is like scarred and old and uh one of his teeth falls out as he walks and he bends over and picks it up very slowly and puts it back in oi there my name's Nigel. Nigel Niles. Nigel Ni- Well, it's a pleasure to meet you. So, uh... It's fashion to meet you as well. If you could, in brief, um... Share with me your talents. Your shipbuilding talents, I mean, specifically. Well, uh, I have been working for the, uh... Yueliang uh, Merchant Kingdom for quite some time. Uh, came over here because, you know, uh, things get a little hectic in the Merchant Kingdom. Uh, is it, what I mean? See what I mean? Uh, and anyway, 
uh, I am a... <laughs> In any way, I, uh, you know, I, I retired here because I thought it'd be a slower pace, and it is, but thing is, I'm kind of missing the adventurous life, you know? I've been working for over 80 years on various uh, ships. So tell me, Sir Nigel, what all is it that you can offer in terms of ship work? Well, um, I may be slow to walk, but I'm, uh, you know, uh, crack, uh, but I'm fast as a bullet when it comes to fixing ships, what? Alright. And, if I may, if I may, um, how might you be at keeping things a little discreet? Oh, discreet's my middle name. Well, actually, it's Rivers, but, uh, but yeah, Nigel I can keep Rivers things real. Niles? <laughs> yeah, Nigel Rivers Niles. <laughs> I must say, I absolutely adore your name. Say no more, you're hired. Oh, really? Wow. Uh, lucky me, as opposed to all those, you know, those other people that uh, Robin had lined up. <laughs> Who knows? There may be more of you yet, but oh, I like okay. your name, I uh, like your personality. And I will say, if you do hire another younger uh, folk, I would appreciate it. And uh, I'd be willing to, you know, train them and all that. Ah, uh, Nigel Niles is a team player. Absolutely. Say, Nigel, are there any of those that you would personally recommend? Well, I like that Aaron guy. Uh, you know, I wonder if he has his head too much in the clouds sometimes. Uh, and I've been mostly working with Sandra. Sandra's a real good lass. Alright, Sandra, and I'm sorry, what was his name? Aaron. He's the barkeeper boy. Right, right, yes. Of course, of course. I w would very much like to speak with him next, if you... Alright. And uh, he lumbers out of the room, and uh, from there, we're actually going to uh, cut to another PC. Um, how about uh... Jalen and Frida. So the two of you are wandering about uh, the open markets. There, uh, you found uh, you found kind of the central trading square, the bazaar, uh, on the top uh, floor of the bridge, which is the like fanciest and richest place. There's all these kinds of boutiques and uh, you know artisanal shops that are. Uh, yet, uh, that are incredibly fancy. Um, and admit this place, I would like you both to make a perception check. Alright. I am unwise. That's a three. Jialin? I clicked on the copy of Jialin's sheet. I'm like, wait a second. Wow. He said That's perception. <laughs> yes. That's not Jialin. That's her evil twin sister. I mean, what? 18? Perception, yes. 18? Uh, yes, then Jalen, you're the first to notice it. And what you see 
is you see this woman like uh, with a basket at her side wearing this like gray dress uh, and this uh, simple shawl over her shoulders and she's staring at you and then looking to something on her right and then she stares back at you and then back to the thing on her right. You can't see what it is she's looking at but she's clearly comparing you to something. She's not too far away. I am not going to give her the luxury of uh, subtlety. I am absolutely going to walk right up to her. Oh, um... Can I help you? Hey, uh, it's just, it's freaking weird, isn't it? And she points at uh, the wall next to her, and what you can see is a poster. On this poster, it says... Um, well, you see that uh, on this poster, there is, uh, it says, Feel it, uh, feeling cold? Come to, uh, <laughs> oh no, the, uh, I have faith in you. <laughs> feeling cold? Our hot springs will warm you right up. Come to the fame, uh, come to the famous, uh, Jezebel family hot springs. Up in the Northern Pass, we accept all comers. And you see that on the poster is this uh, very uh, um, salacious picture of a yak minotaur who has their back turned to the um, uh, has their back turned to the camera and. They're like dripping because they just climbed out of a bath and they have the towel that they are, you know, raising up from behind them. And like, um, it's again, very salacious ad. And, uh, you look almost exactly like the person in this, uh, picture. Yalen just like grins. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little, a little strange. She's not yeah, confirming I'm... or denying that she is the person in the poster. Wait. <laughs> I'll make an insight check to see. Uh, yeah, go ahead and make an insight check against Jalen, I guess. This is Uh, Jalen, roll, uh, deception, if you would like to oppose. Or, actually, I should have asked you before the roll happened, are you okay with rolling to determine, uh... Fair. Yes. What, what are you what are you trying to insight on me that's that's the question I'm trying to figure out if this is actually you in the poster oh got you uh so <laughs> you said you want me to roll deception uh if you're comfortable with it obviously if you would rather not then i i, yes. I rolled an 11 so okay okay if again uh feel free you know when it comes to opposed roles with pcs i want both pcs to Agree to settle it that way. You're good. Um, I'm almost always going to be down for it. I love okay. the chaos. <laughs> Alright. So, Frida, you can tell that uh, Jialin, uh has no memory of ever posing like this. Uh, they have no mem- uh, memory of, you know, climbing out of a steamy bath with their back turned to a camera. You can't even fully imagine Jialin like doing something like this. Just their personality right. doesn't really seem like they would A, like do this as they stepped out of a bath and then B, pose for this for some Another reason. Another hot yak. 
<laughs> yeah, to this hot yak <laughs> minotaur picture. Does, does Frida actually say that? Uh, I imagine. I, I, I actually just, I do say that out loud. <laughs> Jalen just makes, like, another, like, to that. But she has nothing else to contribute. Yeah. <laughs> She's enjoying uh, this, and it's very clear. You think we should visit? Sure, I'm down for that. I'd love to take a glance in the mirror. <laughs> and it is at this moment that both of you hear uh, this loud banging sound coming from nearby. Um, I'm on, like, high alert. My hands kind of crackle a little bit with electricity as I gleefully look in the direction of the sound. Uh, you see this, like, cart rolling up, these, like, uh, fireworks going off, these, like, minor fireworks, and, um, and this stage folds out of this cart, and you see this, um, you see this spectacularly robed, uh, individual with this, uh, uh, jumping out in the midst of the stage with a puff of smoke and uh, all these sparklers, and he says, Come one, come all, to the magnificent Siegfried! <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, and, and more of these sparklers go off. You see this, um, this apparently elvish-looking man with, uh, these, you know, long pointed ears and, uh, uh, silky white hair, uh, tied in a kind of loose ponytail behind his head, and uh, wearing this beautiful, magnificent, uh, multicolor coat with uh, all these Ooh. astrological stars and, uh, you know, uh, signs all over it, and uh, big puffy sleeves, and a, uh, you know, a white shirt with, like, a puffy white cravat kind of built into it. It's a billowy shirt for sure. <laughs> uh, and uh, tight black pants. And he's like, Now, watch and be amazed as I, the magnificent Siegfried, show you the lost wonders of our world. Shows you magic. And uh, he opens his hand and a dove flies out of his hand. He's incredible. <laughs> well, this is that other, the, I guess what we called magic after magic went away. Uh, uh, you, you can see that, like, even though, like, some of the kids that are here in this square are, like, you know, stopping to look, but a lot of the adults are kind of, like, turning away and walking away, including the woman you were just talking to when she's, like, ugh. And she's like, it's so tacky, isn't it? Like, I remember liking stuff like this as a kid. I mean, it's all we had. All we have, kid. And she walks away. Um, and uh, even as uh, and as his show continues, and you know, uh, more uh, adults are kind of pulling their kids away, and you know, one of them's like, "You should be ashamed of yourself." He's like, Ugh, "Tough crowd." Um, <clears throat> now watch as I enter the box of mystery. And in a puff of smoke, this like box appears in the middle. Oh, not another one. 
and uh, <laughs> well, you will all stand amazed as I will be placed inside this box and have my lovely assistant uh, say hi, lovely assistant. And you see that this like this other little kid, this like um, you would imagine uh, eight or nine year old uh, cat folk individual, like this black cat kid with like uh, with little whiskers and like big uh, green eyes. <laughs> Uh, uh, and yeah, with a really long tail behind him, uh, walks up with these swords. I got the sword, sir! And trips on a nail, and all of the swords, like, fly out of his grasp, and they, uh, begin to, like, uh, puncture the stage around Siegfried, and he, like, ducks and moves to dodge all of them. Whoa, whoa, no, whoa! No. If any of them get too close, I'm going to use Mage Hand to, like, catch one. They Luckily, they don't. Um, but, then, All right. but then Sig himself trips backwards into the box, and the box falls beneath the stage. And um, uh, one of the fireworks accidentally goes off, and something catches fire. And he's like, ah, quick, Manti, get the... Get the... <laughs> Oh, no. Get the fire. No. And, uh, and it's going absolutely terribly. And... Um, and as they're putting it out, the, um, the adults kind of pull the rest of the kids away, and... Oh, no. Aw, and... Who's gonna help him? Jalen just starts, like, and... slow clapping. Um, uh, yeah. I joined yes. yes, uh, thank you, thank you all. Uh, Magnificent Siegfried will be here tomorrow if you, if you could give a coin or... I would like to toss him a gold coin. Oh, I will as well. And approach oh. and just say, I could help you act if you oh, need uh, help. Ah, uh, an aspiring young magician. Wonderful, wonderful. I, uh, it could take uh, years to master all of my uh, amazing techniques. Isn't that right, Manti? Yeah, uh, Mr. Siegfried's the best. Uh, um... I'm going to cast sorry, Minor Illusion and have, like, a f bunny made of fire jump from my hand and, like, kind of run around in a circle. Whoa! Oh, man! Wow, that's a... That's that's quite the trick there. Um, yes. Can I glow again? <laughs> you, you glow again. You glow again. And he is also... Oh, <laughs> Uh, seems we have some, uh, competition, Manti. We, uh, definitely need to step it up next time, huh? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm sorry I tripped again, Mr. Siegfried. Oh, uh, it... it it's fine, Manti. You know, that this happens. We'll, we pick ourselves up and we'll try again tomorrow. All right? Okay. Uh, let's, uh, uh, let's start tearing down. All right? Okay. But, mm. you know, things will be different when we get real magic one day, right, sir? Um, Manti, I don't think... And you can see, like, the immediate, like, drop in this little kid's smile, and Sig seems to pause, and then he says, I don't think... Make a stadium big enough to house all of our fans that we'll have. <laughs> really, sir? Aww. Oh, I, I know it, Manti. Uh, yeah, uh... 
Well, we got two gold now, so I can, uh, well, you know, eat like kings tonight. Yay! We get to eat tonight! And he walks away and begins uh, tearing down the stage. Oh, no. Should we give them some food, Jialin? Uh, uh, it's... Your kindness is already more than enough. And, uh... And... And, and we, you know, I... You know, I sometimes skip meals, but that's all right. I'm, you know, watching my figure. I'm a performer, after all. Are you sure you don't want anything? Uh... I'm all right. We'll, uh... We'll get by. I won't take no for an M. Oh, um... Actually, uh, yes. We have a friend who's waiting at the bar. Would you like to come around and drinks on us? Uh, I can well, surely get you some grub, too, if you'd like. Uh, on... Uh, we, we kind of have to stay on the top floor. Uh, well... Reasons. And, uh, he looks back to his, like, cart and tent, and... You can see... Up in the top of the tent, there's, like, two little eyes... There are two eyes kind of, like, peeking out from under this, like, tent flap. And the eyes are big and, um, pretty far apart. And, um, uh, and, uh, as, as she's kind of lifting up, he says, it, it, it's okay. It's okay. You can, you can come out. These are friends. And she lifts, uh, up more, and you can see that there is a giant girl. And I, and I do mean she is a giant. She's this giant with, like, um, this light gray skin and these, um, this cloud. Her, her hair is made out of clouds, and she has these, like, two metal rings on, uh, in her hair that somehow divide the clouds into these little pigtails. Aww. And she's kind of, like, hiding under this tent flap. Uh, uh, she's our, uh, she's our third friend. Uh, we, uh, you know, we, uh, and, and when I say giant, she is, like, um, she's taller than you, Jialin. She's, like, 12 feet tall. Crazy, that's awesome. I'm just going to fish in my pocket for another piece of gold <laughs> and hand it to them. Oh, uh, uh thank need you. To eat. I'd like to do the same. I'll give two. Oh, uh, th thank you so much. This is more than what the rebels pay. Um, the rebels? Uh, oh, oh! I said that out loud. I. Um, Don't worry. We have no, no love for the empire, as it were. I was going to say it's safe with us. Yes. Um, he he kind of like shuffles the the coins and the hat that he pulled out. I. Uh, Yes, I work as a messenger part-time for the various rebel factions. <sighs> no one really pays attention to these shows anyway. So this is like your cover act of sorts. Well, I mean, I would like it to be more, but... <sighs> you just have to be real sometimes. Not that the rebel... Mm. If any... I mean, if anyone... I'm sorry for being such a downer, but... I mean, if anyone was going to defeat the Earth, they were going to do it a hundred years. Now he's the most powerful man. For now. It's just... Indeed. I don't foresee that lasting much longer. Right. Maybe a miracle will come. Uh, and he kind of reaches under his shirt, and he pulls out this uh, chain. And on this chain, there is a 
serpent that is curled into a figure eight kind of infinity symbol. Mm. And you, Frida, immediately recognize it as the um, the holy symbol of Lucanus. Would I also know this? Um, you can make a religion check. If if you hit a ten, you recognize it. Yep, I recognize it. Okay. Um, he says, uh, "Sorry, I'm uh, <sighs> feeling particularly wistful tonight." And uh, the giant sheep. Uh, do either of you speak giant? I do not. I don't think I do, but let me double check real quick. I do not. Mm. Uh, she says something in giant, and then uh, the only two words any of you recognize, even partially, are Lucanus and Papa. And uh, the mm. and Siegfried says, uh, yeah, um... Uh, she was really scared when we found her, and when we showed her we were worshippers of Lucanus, she um, came along with us. And we've uh, kind of been together ever since. That's so sweet. Um, are, I'm sorry. Are, and Frida, you, you didn't notice it, but you have tears streaming down your face right now. Oh, I, I just kind of... Mm. I didn't realize, um, hmm, I just was thinking, you're, you're an elf, you were alive then, before, weren't you? Oh, um, he, he kind of looks left and looks right and sees that no one's looking, and you can see his face shifts into this plain, gray, featureless face for just a second, and then shifts back. No, but I've... I've had my fair share of trouble. I've been waiting for a long time. It's tough when your prayers go on. <laughs> Any, anyway, um, we're doing another show tomorrow, so uh, feel free to come on by. I'll be sure to visit. Um, I'm going to cast Identify on the staff that he's holding. Staff? Was it, sorry, was it a staff with the symbol of Lucanus, or...? Uh, a, a necklace. Oh, the necklace, yeah. I'm just gonna cast on the necklace and see if there's anything there. Um, you know that this is a holy symbol. Uh, your identified spell tells you as such. And it would work as a spellcasting focus for divine magic if Lucanus would supply that kind of magic spell. Right. Don't stop praying, I just say. Don't give up. Magic is in the world again. He he kind of shakes his head a little bit at that, and he says, I I gave up hope for myself a long time. I have to hope for them. And he uh, looks back at uh, Manti and the uh, giant girl um, who are uh, putting down more of the tent as uh, the giant girl kind of tries to hide behind the cart. And Manti's running around and tripping over himself. Hmm. You have a sweet little family here. I, I suppose I do. Have a good day. You as well. Hope to see you again. Um, and the little girl, she um, looks to uh, at you again. And she kind of tilts her head at you. And then kind of goes back, uh, like, you know, ducks under the tent a little. I'm going to create another little rabbit and have it run under the tent and just kind of dance around. 
she uh she kind she delights at this uh, little rabbit she kind of picks it up in her hands and she says something else in giant that you can't understand at least i can give a little bit of happiness right jalen just like pats frida's shoulder you did good <laughs> friend it's so hard having this gift and seeing so many others who want it i just wish i could impart this power onto others you have unless uh, we've frida oh go ahead i would like you or oh uh, sorry actually jalen you keep you keep talking uh frida says the bit about wishing that she could impart this gift to other people and jalen says you have unless you've forgotten you were part of the team that uh defeated the dungeon <laughs> suppose so. Yes. In time, I think we'll bring a lot more magic to the world. She grins with that. Frida, make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Fifteen. Fifteen? Yes. You suddenly feel this, like, weakness come over you, and, um, you kinda, your feet stumble as you as all the strength in your legs suddenly leaves you. Oh. Oh my. I'm gonna quick try to catch her. Thank you. I don't know what's coming over me with the tears and now I feel so weak. Are you okay? Um. I feel okay. I mean, not physically, I suppose. I think I'm okay. Can I glean anything from like you... looking over her? Uh, Frida has a level of exhaustion right now. They avoided two, though. Oh, no. Oh, my. And make a perception check. Jialin. Okay. That is a 22. Nice. 22. Jialin, you look over back to the cart, and the little girl with the rabbit, or the illusionary rabbit, dancing on her hand, and... The fire of the rabbit goes out, and there's a little rabbit standing on her hand. A real one. Can I determine at all and if this can... is, uh, like, the result of Frida's magic, or if there's something magic about the girl? You can determine with that perception check, and based on what just happened to Frida, you think Frida somehow... You're not... You know that it's not the giant girl. I just, like... I, uh, lean in a little bit. Look. Look over there. Oh. Did I do that? I think you did. A voice in your head echo. You hear this echo in your head? Come again? Uh, I said she wanted to. And, and as soon as that... And the instant that echo happens, you also forget about it. Oh, my. Um, with that... We are going to cut to Lana. Lana, you are traveling through the kind of lower levels of the city. Not quite the docks, uh, but the space between the docks and the top of the city is where you find kind of the seediest, most forgotten, oddest of curio shops. Can I check, um... May for a second. Mm -hmm. 
and see if like May has any hangnails on her talons or like shedding skin. Uh, she is shedding a little bit. And I like take off a like flake off a shedded scale, and then like hide May inside my cloak. Yeah, she uh, she will at your request uh, uh, climb back into your coat. Um, I will approach one of these um, seedier-looking shopkeeps. Hello. What can I... Uh, actually, uh, sorry, I have a, a different... Or, yeah, no. Hello, Bob. Oh, God dang it. No, I want to... Um, Lana will just sort of huff at his choice of words. Um, oh, shoot. We just lost internet. Um, which means we lost a bear and we lost a stream. Wait, does the bear go out when the internet cuts out? I don't I don't know. Wait, maybe not. I oh, thought no, I saw the, the running. The bear the bear's still here. And... Oh I thought I saw the bear missing. Um but uh Hayden and uh Priscilla are Uh Alright. Uh Thankfully we're doing Yours, oh, they're back. Oh, they're back. Alright. Um where was I? Uh yes. Um, I'm gonna put the the scales, the shed scales, mm-hmm. on the counter. Um, I'm, I I have a no it, return policy. You see that he sells uh, scales. I'm, I sell scales of all kinds, from the kind you use to measure things to dragon scales to <laughs> fish scales. I got them all. You've got real dragon scales, then. No, I mean yes. I I kind of. I'm gonna say these are the real deal, and that's exactly the kind of merchandise I'm looking to deal in. Have you heard of any more hard to acquire items in that vein coming through these ports? Like. Merchant scales, or N- no creature? Oh, parts. creature, creature parts. Um, let's see. I have a brother who deals in claws, uh, and and a sister who deals in uh hair. I'm looking for. I would be. I'm looking for a particularly an item that would cause a particular buzz around town. A certain high dollar. Um. Uh, kind of thing for collectors. <sighs> also, hair that is disgusting. Well, hey, you know, mermaid hair can cure all sorts of ailments. Is what, what my sister told me to tell people. Are mermaids real here? Never mind. Ignore that question. Yeah, of course they're real. Like you, you meet them all. <laughs> One runs a bar down down by the docks. Well, I mean, he's a mer folk, but. Not a mermaid. Yeah, it, it, yeah I totally ignore that question. Um, who do I talk to? Because obviously you are not the individual. No, 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 no. See, I know of a curio shop that recently closed up business. The owner, she made a. a her name was Brittany. Brittany Hemlock. She owned this, uh, you know, failing magic item shop. You, apparently it bustled back in her grandparents' days when what when magic was real and all. And uh, 
It's been failing for generations, but she made a big point of finding something real interesting. She wouldn't say what it was, but uh, not too long after, representatives from the Empire came to buy it. So whatever it was, it must have been something. And where would I find this Brittany? Oh, she's been made the new trade master. But, uh, but you'll find her old shop down that way. And he just kind of points. Uh, it's the go for like three blocks and then make a left. Uh, you know, she, I think she occasionally still gets mail sent to her old place. I tend to steal it. You, you tend to what? I tend to send the mail back to her. Right. Um, thank you for giving this information very freely. I'm glad I didn't have to, uh, employ more aggressive tactics. And I'll leave. Okay. Um... Trade master, huh? Sold something to the Empire and got a promotion. That's suspicious. Um, let's go to the old shop. Let's yeah. sneak around with my disadvantage to stealth. Okay, yeah, roll the stealth check. Let's do it. Let's let's do let's do it. I would like to inform you that I rolled a natural one and a two. <laughs> for my two rolls with disadvantage. <laughs> so for a total of two, it's... Um, <laughs> I'm being very obvious as I it's... travel down the streets with my great axe and my foxtail swooping behind me. It It's that scene from The Emperor's New Groove where, like, Kronk is singing his own theme music as he's trying to sneak around. And you, like, go up against a wall and there's just, like, signs and posters pointing to you. As... I'm, uh, I'm just, I'm, I am La the Hearth Song, so I'm literally just absentmindedly humming as I travel down the road. You, you accidentally drop your axe at one point and it makes a loud clatter as you pick it up and basically everyone notices you as you walk down uh to this strange old curio shop uh this was slightly nicer you can tell based on the fact that like this place has or had a storefront window uh the window has since been stolen um the whole window was stolen. The window was stolen. Glass is expensive. That's, uh, that's good stuff around here. Um, okay. The, um, <laughs> the, the curio shop is the uh, ship of dreams is what it is called. Um, and you can see that like um, a door has been like barred shut and the um the mailbox is uh full of letters some of them are old some were like foreclosure dated to about like four or five months ago but then suddenly the one uh the like newer mail as you're rifling through it looks just like a lot more official like uh 
for the approval of the master of trade um and you know all these very official requests that just get sent down here and are never seen by her i'm gonna look over my shoulder left and right um not suspiciously at all quote unquote Mm -hmm. um and then transform into a fox and jump through the missing window uh yeah you do and um you see that like uh there's a few like uh as you jump in you see that there are two kids that are like each holding these uh like rusty swords that they're um that they're just picking up from this place like ah a fox and they both drop the weapons and kind of like run out uh the back i'm gonna use dancing lights to light up the area and start sniffing around okay um make a perception check and then i want you to make a charisma check what vulpine form is i have bonus to per- i have an additional one to my perception check when i'm a fox Okay. My fox is plus, and then I also have an additional. Oh, I, I I'm more stealthy as a fox. Yeah. I have advantage because I have keen senses. Um, that'll be a total of a fifteen for perception, and then a flat charisma check. Mm-hmm. Uh, thirteen. Okay. So, as you are kind of sniffing through this place, you. Uh, definitely detect the scent of a uh, a young woman, you would guess. You can kind of tell based on, like, the prevalence of her scent alone that, like, this place did not receive a whole lot of foot traffic. And uh, so you can, uh, as you're kind of looking around, you can see that there's a lot of just strange oddities that she's putting up like re uh you know legend uh once legendary magic sword and uh you know uh taxidermied familiar and most of it is fake you can tell um okay i'm gonna throw a divine sense on top of that perception check yes so uh, i'm looking for anything holy you see or, or a curse Yes, when you expand your divine sense, and that's actually what your charisma check was about, and you beat the DC, you expand your divine sense, and any other paladin would not have picked up this trace, but to you it is unmistakable, because it is the same, uh, because it is so similar to the source of your power. Right in this, where the store window was, you feel the presence of not one, but or the lingering trace of not one, but two feathers. I'm gonna just make a low growl and start yipping, um, angrily, um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish casing this store for anything valuable. Um, um, Anything that was valuable was either stolen by someone else or um, was left or, or was taken with this person when they hit it big by selling this to the Empire. What you do find as you're casing the place, though, is you do find these sales receipts. Yes, I will. I will um, 
transform back into a person and nab those into my bag. Yes. Um, and what? then I would like... Yeah, go for it. Uh, sorry, the, the two... Obviously, you only pick up the two important ones, because I don't think you would be interested in the sales receipts going back farther than that. Um, but the two that are notable is one seems to have the personal stamp of the Emperor, and the other is a Empire-related stamp, but it is... And it's certainly of a similar level, but it's not the Emperor's house. I will let you make a history check to try to see if, like, you could determine... Oh, well, actually, it would be signed. So, you see the name, or... You don't recognize the symbol, but you do look at the signature and it reads um viceroy uh, uh viceroy gearheart is what it says viceroy gearheart um i'm just gonna write scumbag in my notes next to that mm-hmm um Gotcha. And what was the first one? Yeah, I, I was also going to make a new gun range joke. <laughs> the, the first... <laughs> the the first one is the Emperor himself. Oh, the first one was the Emperor himself. Yes. Um, so, I... so it would appear as though the two people who bought it were like, A, the Emperor, and then B, the Viceroy. Great. Um, I'm going to now go... I'm going to jump out of the building. I'm going to transform. I'm going to find the nearest being that I can encounter. Um, actually, as you turn back into a fox, you hear a tweeting sound, and you look up, and you see a robin tweeting at you. Is it... Is it... B Rob the Robin? Hey, yo, yo, Lana! <laughs> it's me, hey. Rob! Say, did you see anything suspicious like I we asked? Aw, oh, yeah, dog. Don't even get me started on it. Uh, I mean, first off, turns out my sister lives here. I didn't know that. Great. Is that suspicious? Oh, Does no. your sister I mean, work for the Empire she's... or something? No, no, no. She's cool. She's cool. But, I mean, you know, she has this new bow, and I think he's kind of a rat. Is he literally a rat? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. I think that he is also a figurative rat, you know? Like, he's a rat who's a rat. You feel me? I feel you. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, dog, there's something even I'm weirder I'm a fox, than that. not a dog. Oh, my bad. Different canid. My bad. That's fully on me. I <laughs> I ain't here to start beef. Uh, that would be my friend Gialan. Yeah. Uh, I don't get that joke since I don't know this friend of yours. But anywho, uh, there's these weird people that are going around leaving these like barrels, right? And these barrels, they smell real bad. Something's in them that's real weird and dangerous, I think. There are two walking around the corner around here. Oh, man. Well, I was going to go confront this trade master, but uh, I guess I better check these barrels around the corner then. 
Uh, thanks for letting me know, Rob. You're you're a real homie. Uh, yeah. You know me, Rob the homie. And say, if you ever you ever need help again, you just let me know. I'll be sure to give you a tweet. Yeah. Peace. And he pieces out. Um, what do you do now? I, I'm gonna go around the corner and investigate these stinky barrels. Uh, as you begin approaching, like when you get to within 60 feet, your divine sense goes off again. Oh no, is it accursed or is it holy? Uh, you detect fiendish presences, two of them. Two fiendish presences. Alright, I would like to be stealthy like a fox. Okay, go ahead and roll a stealth check. I'll roll, it'll be a persuasion check, but it's the same, my stealth is plus four, that's fox. Okay. That's, ooh, 11? 11. Their, their passive perception's only 10, so you do beat it. Um, Alright, I'd like to sneak up behind one of them. Uh, you do. You see that, like, there are two teeth, or, there are these two seemingly normal-looking humanoids that are hauling these, like, two-wheeled carts of barrels. Uh, on these barrels are, like, uh, campaign posters for Thane, Bane, Shane, McCain. Um, vote yeah. Thane, Bane, Shane, McCain. Again! Um, and they are setting these posters not, like, these barrels with these posters on them, not in or around other people, but, like, next to a pillar and they um yeah so I'd like to sneak up behind one of them and then transform back into a human so that when I am fully in human form I'm already holding my axe to their neck from behind uh okay um they're setting yeah uh, uh as they like set down these barrels and one of them walks away and they're like or uh, steps back a little bit. Um, the other one's like, hold on, we gotta set the charges first, or the boss will kill us. Yeah, yeah. And then the one that, like, kind of backs into you and is like, uh, what? Where did this wall come from? What they, charges? Oh! Uh. Um, and then I, before the other one runs away, I'm going to use my channel divinity, Wrath of Nature, to force them to make a dexterity saving throw. Um, Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> or a, a, a strength or dex saving throw, or be restrained. Okay. They rolled a 15. Does that succeed? It just barely succeeds. You begin to summon up these vines, and uh, one of them, like, pulls out of it, and uh, and as they do, they actually, like, grabbed onto a lid of one of these barrels, and they pull it off, and you see... These, uh, that the barrels are, f or this barrel, and presumably all the other barrels, are filled with these long red tubes, and there's a lot of them, and they are stacked very neatly on top of each other. And there are three letters on them that read T N T. See what the stuff is. No, but I don't like. I do not like the smell of it. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to sort of press my axe a little bit tighter into this guy's neck. Oh, and oh, say, oh, geez, What geez. are you doing with these barrels? Uh, uh, call, call for backup. Call for backup. 
and the don't other call for I would like to cast charm person <laughs> or no, um or actually I would like to cast command okay uh this person will roll a wisdom saving throw and yeah it, okay oh they rolled a 15 again no <laughs> uh and as they your charm begins to come over them but they just barely get this whistle to their lips and blow. And you realize that the only reason you can hear it is because you are a fox person. Neither of these humanoids can hear the sound this whistle is making. And the uh, they're, blowing like, a literal, they're blowing a literal dog whistle? Yes. And you hear a sound of a creature landing on the roof of the building above you. Um, I'd never I'd thought I'd see you again. And you look up and you see a monkey with six ears. And from there, we're gonna cut back to <laughs> the others. What? A monkey with six ears that saw me again? Do you remember your session zero? No, I don't, apparently. They... Okay. <laughs> I'm sad now. <laughs> no. Um. So, let's cut back to Hayden. Uh, Hayden and uh, Rosalind. And uh, I guess Priscilla. Uh, Aaron is currently working the bar right now. And so um, he has requested that you come out to talk to him at the bar. Uh, with Priscilla also there. <laughs> If he's if he's working the bar and asks that we go sit with him, I'll go uh, scooch over to the bar. Uh, scooch on up to the bar. Uh, how much is just a how much for a mug of ale? Uh, that'll uh, that'll be uh, five copper. I'll give her. What I'll you've been charging me seven all say, night? Make, let's make that two. Uh, right away. Um, and uh, he. Hmm. Gets you two whales and uh, sets them down in front of you. Um, uh, and how about you, Miss Priscilla? You've been What's charging it? me seven copper all night. Why are you charging five now? Uh, are, are they speaking? I can't hear them. I can't either. Yeah, I, I can hear I Priscilla. I can't hear them at all. Okay. Am I the only one that can? Looks like they left. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we. Yes. Now yeah. we can hear you. Uh, you've been charging seven copper and me all night. Why are you charging five now? Oh, um, uh, well, I was hoping it would discourage you. You seem to... Um... Nope. I got lots of courage, so give me another one. Oh, okay. I'll lean over the bar and, and uh, like, um, uh, motion for the bartender to take a step away and follow me like uh, towards the other end of the bar uh, yeah yeah um gosh is she gonna be okay she's been drinking for hours she tends to get like this but i don't want to have to carry her carry her out of here or have someone else carry her out of here so for this yeah. can you, can you I'm gonna try and talk quietly and say, can you try and like 
water it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to start doing that. Her. Solana's DD, right, Solana? You're DD, right? <laughs> uh, Solana uh, grabs another... Dr- well, <laughs> she grabs a drink and then she, like, motions like, no, I don't want it. Uh, she, like, taps it with her finger and her finger, like, steams, like... You see, I don't drink because I'm fire. See, Solana's Solana's got me. You're the best, Solana. And uh, they hug you like uh, as if to say, "You're the best," because I'm also as drunk as you are. Uh, thanks, I appreciate it. Have, has she been keeping up with? Paying you for each drink, or how much does she owe you? Uh, she, uh, she's keeping up so far. Her her tab still has uh, three more drinks on it. At the rate she's going, it should only take a few minutes. Okay. Yeah. After that, <laughs> no more. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to cut them off. Um. Uh. Yes. Um. You and uh, Mr. Hayden, was it? You had a uh. Uh. You had a job. As a, as a real shipwright on a real ship? I'll let Hayden handle those details because it is Hayden's ship. Yes, so uh, I'm of gonna, course. I'm gonna hop up on the bar and just like swing my legs over so that I'm technically I'm just like sitting up there. I've crossed my legs, uh, I've got my, my hands if folded you're speaking, on my... I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. I don't think they can. Uh, I can't. I can. Hold on. I'll so I'll leave. And come I back. cannot hear them. Okay, I'm back. Hello. Testing. Yes, I can hear you now. Hello? Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> so I I'm going to uh, I'm gonna hop up on the bar uh, and just I'm gonna sit there with. Hayden, if you want one of my ales, you're welcome to it. I bought two. I'll be right my, on my knee and just sit there and look at Aaron for a minute and just just like really stare at him very intensely for a moment. Uh, yeah, yeah, real, real ship work. Say, have you uh, have you built anything? Have you worked on ships before? Uh, well, I um. Uh, I, I built this. It, it's only a prototype. He he leans under the bar and he pulls out this um this small mechanical contraption and he like twists this like gear key on it and then when he pulls the key out the top of it begins spinning and it lifts up off the ground as like a little helicopter almost and uh it begins to fly away faster at which point he like grabs it and just kind of lets it spin out um it's uh you know i can't direct it obviously but um uh, i i build gizmos like this all the time you know just as a uh, way to keep my skills sharp i uh i pick up a lot of things you know just from all the shipwrights coming through here but i Honestly, I'm I'm really itching for an adventure. I I I do like that little gadget of yours. Uh, forgive me for asking. Have you worked on anything of a larger scale by chance? Um, I've uh, 
I've come down to the shipyard with Robin a few times, but, um, y you know, it's a, it's a little, I just found it a little too dull to, you know, work on the ships in the shipyard and not really go sailing on them. It, well, not exactly boring, it just, y you know, like, it doesn't appeal to you. Uh, I mean, like, fixing them up I loved. Seeing them mm -hmm. sail off without me, I wasn't a fan. So you want to fix the ship and then sail off with the ship, yes? The New Tell Horizons. I do love me some New Horizons. So, let's say you work on a ship, you repair it, and then you get to sail off with it. What would you do from there? Well, um, honestly, I just want to see new places and stuff, you know? Like, uh, I've been, okay. you know, my, my aunt and uncle, they keep me at this same bar and in this same town, and it's fine, but it's not, it's not me, you know? Like, It's bland, so it's boring, it's restricting, you feel like you're suffocating? Exactly! You crave for something so much more. Yeah, something more. He looks out at the setting suns again. <laughs> well, I am oh so incredibly with what that feels. And I would be the absolute worst if I didn't invite you to come work with me and to set sail once the ship is complete. That... That sounds amazing. Uh, where's your ship? Um, that's the tricky part. It's not here in the city. You would have to travel back to it. Mm. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. And now, this would be a rather extensive journey. Honestly, with no set timeline necessarily. So, it would be more of... An indefinite position, and I'm going to glance over at Rosalind. Yeah, indefinite sounds about right, wouldn't you say? Yeah, sounds about right. Oh man. Really? You mean it? <laughs> of course I mean it. Oh, wow. I, I, I'd love to. I'd love to uh, I'd love to. Uh, yes, yes. If, if you'll have me on your ship, I'd love to go. Um... By the way, is that a crewmate of yours? Um, I've started to water down. Um, and he just points over at Priscilla. <laughs> I'm going to call over to Priscilla. Priscilla, darling, mm -hmm. are you okay over there? Oh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're good here. Do you want to <laughs> talk about it or do you want us to come back for you later? No, no, just let me know whenever you need me. I'm still fighting fit. <laughs> Priscilla, we're always going to need you. Have you had anything to eat with all that beer? Ale, wine, and everything else? Oh, yeah, I had these little, these little things, like fried things with cheese on them. They're really good. Uh, yeah, we do we do make good uh, sliders here. <laughs> okay. Do me... I'm going to turn back to... Turn back to him. Do me a favor. Well, two things, actually. Get your affairs in order and get ready to go. 
but also make sure that Priscilla here eats something with a lot of bread to help soak, really soak that up, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll be sure to do that, um. Oh, you got breadsticks? Yes, we bread do also have breadsticks. Breadsticks <laughs> oh. sound really good. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go get Just... the breadsticks. Oh man, how am I gonna explain this to my, uh... Aunt Gwen and Uncle Baron. Uh, I'm sure I'll figure it out. They won't Not be too, too greasy steamed. now. Yeah, yeah. They, they won't be too steamed, right? <sighs> and then he well, kind of walks went... off to go get the breadsticks. That certainly went better than what I thought it would. Uh, okay, so that's two. DM, how many do we need to recruit at minimum? Um, two. Or honestly, only one at minimum. You're... Uh, but doubling up is not a bad idea. Um, okay. Um, I would also love to talk to, I think her name was Sandra? Yes, Sandra Cooper. Um, uh, you were looking for me. Um, and up walks this, uh, this young woman, uh, wearing this, uh, pleated white shirt and, uh, these, uh, human woman. Uh, with uh, this long dark hair that is uh, curled up into a bun and uh, she's wearing this like uh, gentle red lipstick and uh, a minor eyeshadow, very long lashes and uh, she's wearing these uh, tight pants that kind of cinch up at her weight uh, these sort of leather pants with these gold buttons and uh she walks up to you and says, Sandra, uh, Sandra Cooper. It's fair, it's a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Hayden. The pleasure's all mine, Miss Cooper. Now, tell me, you're familiar with the work of shipwrights? Oh yes, I've been working with the shipwrights here for, uh, uh, a little over five months now. Uh, I've, <laughs> though anyone here could, uh, would easily tell you that I'm exceptional. Of course, I would believe it. Now, if you don't mind me asking, what are what are some things that you've worked on? Oh, I've been specifically. Work- oh, I've been working on ships of all kinds for some time. Uh, I'm uh, a little older than I look. There's nothing wrong with that. So, so you're saying you like have... experienced girls? And she kind of <laughs> gives you a wry smile. Why, yes, of course. I do love working with those who have much experience, little experience, even no experience. I mean, just ask both my husbands. <laughs> oh, a married man. Ah, well, Indeed I am. <laughs> you have nothing to worry about. My husbands know how much of a flirt I am, and they are quite all right with it. Oh. The flirting, that is. Yes. Uh, just I how mean, much considering my previous line of work. Oh, what were you on before? Uh, strapping a uh, young man like yourself. Let me guess. Model? <laughs> oh, I could never be a model. Let's just say that I used to work in one of those upscale not so 
high and mighty establishments where I would dance and perform ah, for yeah. those in need. Uh, personally, I'd, uh, you know, it's a shame you're married because I'd love to see you perform. <laughs> well, if you're lucky, I just might get back into the habit. After all, we do have such a long journey ahead of us. Mm, yes. Um, say, would you mind if I buy you a drink? Mm, rain check? I, I'm afraid that we still have quite a bit of work ahead of us. Oh, now, ooh. I do have a few... I know. Now, I do have a few more questions for you, if you don't mind. Uh, certainly. Now, should you come and help with the repairs for my ship? Mm -hmm. Is there anything beyond that, shipbuilding-wise, that you might have interest in? I mean, after all, we've got at least one new fellow with us who yearns for travel. What about you? What do you yearn for? Mm. Well, to be fair, as much as I yearn for a particular something, I would say I'd have to decline it on a one's Believe it or not, I'm something of a few kids at home. So while I can help you on your ship, it would take a lot to... I'd have to bring my boys. Of course, of course. Say, your boys, how old are they? Old enough to do some heavy lifting? Oh, I'd, I'd say they're more than... Uh, <laughs> they're more than that age. Okay. Well, I mean... It wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing to have an extra pair of hands or two around. Oh, well. What do you say? Make it a family affair? Do a little bit of traveling around the globe, some sightseeing? Oh, that would be wonderful. A family vacation. I must warn you, though, it might get dangerous. Oh, me and my boys are used to danger. And I'm going to lean in really close and be a little less flirty and a lot more serious. Let me assure you that when I say dangerous, I do mean danger. Mm. I'm just going to like stare at her very intensely for a moment before pulling back. Jeez. I hope you're not afraid of making an enemy or two. And I do mean some big enemies. Oh, I have my own fair share. So long as you... So long as I can rely on a strong man like yourself to help me. <laughs> there are quite many strong, reliable people that will be around. Oh, that makes me feel so safe. Happy to hear. So, can I count you as part of our crew? Uh, certainly, but you'll have to let me buy you a drink. We're going to be crewmates. It's something to celebrate, after all. Tell you what, you can buy me a drink once the ship's repaired. <sighs> all right. <laughs> Marvelous. Um, now, if you don't mind too terribly, I do have a few other things that I must see. All right. And um, she is going to begin stepping away from you. 
I'm, I, uh, have a room upstairs. Finalize our contract. And then she continues walking away. I'm gonna turn to Rosalind, suddenly remembering that she, that she's still there. Rosalind, I am so terribly sorry that you had to see me like that. It doesn't please me too bad. I must admit, uh, back, back in the day when I was working purely for information, I had to be willing to offer or negotiate for just about anything. So, um, it sounds like we have, we now have three additional shipwrights, potentially long-term, as well as two, the younger sort, potentially do some heavy lifting. It'll be nice to have some extra hands for heavy lifting, especially if we go forward with our, and perhaps our, uh, our, our, uh, our uh, blacksmithing friend back in Autumn Hollow would love to get some some extra hands. You do make a good point, and from what I hear, at least at least three of them should be able to hold their own in combat. And then we're going to call out to Priscilla. Hey, Priscilla, how do you like the idea of a few new sparring partners? Oh uh, yeah, actually, um, I can vouch. I can vet them. Send them my way. They can take on me and Solana. They're they're in. <laughs> Delightful. Well, I think we've got a crew just about. Yeah, sounds like we do. Fantastic. Shall we meet back up with the others? Uh, th- this is the tavern you guys are staying at. They would meet up here. Yeah. Oh, the same tavern. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was yep. thinking it was a completely different one for some reason. Fair enough. I'm gonna walk over to Priscilla and say, Hey Priscilla. Mm-hmm. How about you stand up for a second? Sh- sure. Uh, Priscilla, up. roll a uh, dexterity saving throw with disadvantage. Just so you know, if uh, if she fa- if she rolls six. really low, I'm prepared to catch her. <laughs> uh a six. As you begin to stand up, you trip and you bump into uh, another patron's table. Hey, watch it! You, you watch it. That's where I was gonna stand. Priscilla, uh-huh. I'm gonna take your arm, sling it up over my shoulder, and start helping you walk. Uh, what? <laughs> Will you let me? can't hold their liquor. I'm going to turn around and deck this guy right in the face. <laughs> okay, roll to hit with disadvantage. How many are you seeing, double or triple? Uh, ten. Uh, ten. That, that does still hit him in the face. He's an unarmed guy. Ooh! He, uh, the one point of damage is enough to knock him unconscious. Uh, I'm, I'm dealing four unarmed. Oh, four, yeah. That totally knocks him unconscious. Ooh! And... And the others at the table are like, and there goes Glass Jaw James. Humans can't hold their teeth in their mouths. <laughs> okay, Priscilla. Um, do I remember which room is hers? Uh, yes, you do. All right, I'm gonna take her up to her room. Um, a- as you're kind of beginning to walk her up, um. Aaron actually comes around the other side and says, um, I can help you. 
I think we got this. Y- you sure? Yeah. This is not the first time we I've done we've done this. Don't worry about it. I'm just taking her to a room. Uh, oh, okay. Um, I I'll I'll go ahead and just open the door for you then. He'll kind of follow you up and just open the door for you. Thanks so much for your. I appreciate your willingness to help. Uh, no, no problem. We're um, gonna be a crew after all. Yeah, we are, aren't we? Oh, um, is there a bucket in this room? Uh, there's a there's a bathroom. Um, but no, I'm talking like an actual bucket. I can go get a bucket. Um, and he uh, zips off to go get a bucket. Yeah, I'm gonna lay Priscilla down on her bed tuck her in and leave the bucket next to the bed in case she can't make it. <laughs> uh, yeah. He also comes back with an extra blanket and kind of throws it over Priscilla. Uh, uh, thanks. Yeah. You, you are looking out for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we gotta have, we gotta have you at 100% Priscilla. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, uh, uh, us weirdos gotta stick together, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You, and then you... I will gently tiptoe out the door and then as quietly as I can close the door and let her drift off into her drunken sleep. Uh, yeah. Uh, Aaron, uh, follows you out just because you, you close the door on him. Uh, hey, um... Oh, well. Actually, before he leaves, he does turn back to Priscilla and says, um, do you need... You can come hang out if you want, but no, I'm a nefarious cuddler. Huh. <laughs> um, okay. Um, I just, I, I shouldn't have let her. You're okay. I promise. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll stay with her. Um, you go ahead and enjoy. Um. Okay. Uh, it, it'll cut into my pay for the week, but, you know, uh. How about this? I will pull a gold, uh, two gold coins out of my bag. This should cover your lost wages, right? Oh, oh, yeah, um, thanks. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, thanks for staying my, with her. My aunt and uncle, they, you know, as heated as they'll get when they find out, um, uh, that I'm leaving, they'd be even, they'd be downright, fl- uh, they'd be downright furious if they, you know, left someone in. Yeah. I will definitely, if, if you need someone, uh, to talk to your aunt and uncle to help soften the blow, uh, uh, someone from our group would be to do that. Me or Hayden would probably be the best, though. So. I, I appreciate you helping me take the heat. Um, yeah, definitely. You uh, definitely and- did Just so you know, working with us, you'll be probably taking a lot of heat. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't mind. Um, and he, uh, he waves his hand and, like, the sink turns... And uh, water begins pouring out, and he motions for some of the water to, like, come fill a glass that's by um, the nightstand. And he says, I can deal with a little heat. Interesting. You and our, uh, and my friend Frida would get along swimmingly. Is that a joke? Because I'm merfolk. I wasn't, I forgot that, totally forgot that he's a merfolk. I was... <laughs> <laughs> I did not know the time, but I'm still so No, no, he, 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 like, pats you on the shoulder, like, no, no, it's all in good fun, I get it, no, no worries. <laughs> I'll definitely introduce you to Rosal- 
uh, to Frida when she gets back. Oh, yeah. and I'm Rosalind, by the way. Uh, uh I, y- you were introduced to me, but Aaron, Aaron Tidewalker. Aaron Tidewalker, okay. I will remember that name. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I'll learn it eventually. And then I'll... Thanks for staying with her. Uh, do your aunt and uncle come by the bar every single day? Um, well, they, they own the bar. They're just out for the night to uh, go to a comedy roast show. Okay. So they'll be back, what, in the morning? Uh, they, they should be. Okay. Is there okay. a window in this room? Uh, yes. I'm making a dip for it. Uh, Aaron will kind of grab hold of you. Is like, oh, hold on, hold on. Let's not go out the window. Uh, real quick. Um, hold on. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, if you if you want to do opposed athletics, I'm fine with that. Athletics? Can I do acrobatics? Yeah, but with disadvantage because you're drunk. <laughs> Those are two nat twenties. Two nat 20s? <laughs> Out of curiosity, are we coming back at this time? Yeah. Can I see? Jolin, you... You... Yes, you approach the bar. Priscilla leaps out of a second-story window and smashing through the glass and is falling down towards you. Uh, you can roll... Uh, an athletics check or an acrobatics check to try to catch Priscilla. Oh no. I wish I had that amount of energy. Uh, that's an 11. <laughs> 11? That, um, you almost miss, but you, like, manage to grab her legs before her head hits the, uh, ground. Oh, hi, Jalen. Hello. What do you think you're doing? <laughs> Hello. Uh, it's just uh, you know, being here. Look at you. You swept me off my feet. <laughs> I just like I'm having this mental image of Jialin just holding her upside down by the ankles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it would That's seem exactly like I happening. have. If I set you down, are you going to make a run for it? Mm. You're taking too long. Can you can you carry me? I just like like potato sack her over my shoulder. Yeah. Uh, as you walk inside, you see uh, Aaron, the uh, merfolk that you met earlier today. He's like, oh, is she okay? She's fine. She's very drunk. I, I tried to catch her. She's very quick. Remarkably so. Yes, and she, like, kind of squints a little bit. You gotta be quicker than that. <laughs> uh, what, what did y'all say? He, she says, yes, very, and then, like, squints a little bit at him. Um... Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I I really. Oh boy. Aaron. Okay. Introductions are in order. Aaron. Uh, Jialin is the one that's carrying Priscilla. Uh, she's another member of our party. Aaron is going to be working on Hayden's ship. And Aaron, the up the shorter one, that's Frida. That's the one I said that you would get along with her very well. Frida, oh. Madagascar Crowley, pleasure. Do you have any uh, coffee or something? I'm exhausted. Oh, and I am um, Mephistopheles. Yellen just um, gives him the uh, peace sign. I, right. I do have... Um, we... Uh, coffee's a little expensive. Um, 
we we do have teas uh, with uh, high caffeine, uh, if, if you would like that. That should be nice. That should work. Okay, uh, I'll get Thank that you. saddled up. I'll also get some for Priscilla. Maybe it'll help her calm down. And some bread. And some bread. Yeah, I, Where I got. Where are my breadsticks? Oh, uh, here are your breadsticks. Here's the breadsticks. Oh, and that—that—that's the basket, Priscilla. Stop eating the basket. You eat the breadsticks. It tastes like wicker. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Here's the bread. Here's the bread part. <laughs> her Has Priscilla made any attempts to down. be unpotato sacked? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is all happening while Priscilla is a potato sack on my shoulder. I don't trust okay. that she's not gonna run if I set her down. So. Uh, her, her room is up through here. Um, I'll, um, I'll get a different room with no windows for prepared. Actually, that's a good. And I'll stand. Yeah. Question: Is the room that uh, uh, Gialan and I sit we're staying in is that one windowless? Um. Yes. So we could just trade rooms. Yeah, okay. Uh, that That's what I was planning on doing, you know, because um, you, you guys paid for the three different rooms. Yeah. Does that work with you, Gialan? That sounds good to me. Okay. I think Priscilla's asleep at this point. Okay. I just, like... Just snoring softly. Nah, she's snoring loud as all hell. Like, y'all having to talk <laughs> over her snoring. <laughs> she's still hanging on to breadsticks? <laughs> yes. Oh. Just, uh, just, just let her eat in her sleep like a like a little baby does. Okay. Wow, <laughs> she's, I've never seen someone be able to fully chew breadsticks while snoring at the same time. We live to break the norm. She is a uh, very wild person. Yeah, I I could tell. <laughs> All right, let's get her to bed. Thanks for thanks for your help, Aaron. Uh, no. Oh, Gialan and Frida. Aaron is gonna be. Oh, I think I already said that. Aaron's gonna be one of the. Uh, do you? Are you a he/him or what? What do you go by? Oh, uh, he/him. Okay. Uh, he's gonna be one of the uh, uh, people working on Hayden's ship. Oh, lovely! Welcome to the Only Friends. Uh, it, is that what we're calling ourselves? Yes. Yes. That's what the adventuring party is called. I don't know if the only ships. The the only I ships like that. is that the name of the ship? Mm-hmm. No. Ships uh, sound good. Wow. <laughs> I'm assuming we're walking and talking. Uh, yeah. You you've gotten to the room by now. Okay. Let's get her all tucked in with her blank- blankets and her breadsticks. Uh, Solana suddenly appears and feeds Priscilla another breadstick. And with that, we're going to cut back down to the hall. Um, Robin has uh, kind of taken over bartending duties uh, at this point. Um... Uh, Hayden, you're, uh, you're sitting there kind of waiting for the other person, but, um, Robin 
is just like, uh, I, I don't know. She said she'd be here. She's usually not so flaky. Well, what can you, what can you tell me about this last one we're waiting on? Uh, Mary's a, she's a shy half-orc girl. Um, kind of desperate to get away from her life, whatever it was before. Is Mary the last one uh, that Hayden interviewed? The one with the, uh... No, that's a different... There's two There's two women. Okay, sorry. The last one was Sandra. Um, gotcha. So, uh, yeah, she, uh... Hmm. Uh, kind of shy, you know? Not very talkative. She'll sometimes speak under her breath, but it's kind of hard to pick up. Mm, fair, fair. Do you know what sort of skills this Mary has? Um, she's definitely more of a carpenter than like a, um, than a mechanic, I will say. Like, Aaron's better at mechanics. She's better at um, fixing the ship itself, let's say. Okay, good, good. It's nice to have a little bit of variety among everyone's capabilities. Uh, hmm. Say, would you happen to know wh what she was doing before this? Uh, what Mary was doing before? Yes, Mary. Um, I think she was kind of a runaway. Uh, I don't, you know, she doesn't really talk about her home situation much, and I don't cry. Oh, no. Uh, I, I meant more of what she was doing before coming here today. Oh, oh, uh, you know, uh, working on the, uh, well, working at the shipyard. She's a, she's a great employee, you know. Again, she's usually near mm. on time. That's odd. Say, would you mind so terribly if I were to go and check on Mary? Um, well, I mean, I'm the one who knows where she lives. I, um, great. and then you at can come with point, me. Uh, well, um, but now I'm, uh, hey, could I get three ales? And, you know, the bar is picking up a little bit, and then, um, uh, as you're, uh, as he's beginning to be swamped, Sandra comes up to you and says, Oh, uh, I know where Mary lives. Mary, you've got some marvelous charm, would you? Oh, sorry. Uh, Sarah, you have some... I did it again. Sandra. 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 It, my friends call me Sandy. Hang on, I need a second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Trying to compose myself when I get grease, mute, grease musical numbers popping into my head. Okay. Um, oh no. <laughs> say, Sandra, without the charm that you've got, could I possibly beg you to step in for our dear friend behind the bar? You trade places with him, and I'll let you buy me a drink when I get back. Oh, that sounds lovely. Um, all right. Uh, she steps behind the counter, and uh, Ravan, he he steps out with you. Um, uh, we can. Uh, I'll fast forward a little bit. It's not too far of a walk, but you get there, and uh, he kind of knocks on the door. Mary, you, you here? The door like very gently opens, and you see kind of peeking out a half-orc woman with like really long bangs that is like kind of curled up in uh blankets around herself 
Are, are you feeling okay? I mean, you obviously needed to, you know, or, well, a day, you know. Can we do this tomorrow? Oh, uh, I'm sorry, you just, never mind, That that's okay. I mean, I guess you're here, you know, so I might as well talk to you. And she kind of, like, lets the door kind of open a little more. Um, yeah, yeah? Oh, well, I'll be brief then. Um, I heard that you have interest in coming to work on my show. You're, you're going to be traveling a lot? Uh, yes, very much so. And not here? No, no, we will be far from here tomorrow. That sounds wonderful. Ugh, I... Of course. Uh, sorry to press the matter. Are you sure you're alright? I'd be I'm... happy to I'm... knock some heads around if you'd like. Well, I mean, on that end, it's a little more complicated. But for right, right, right now, it's just... Sometimes you just drop all your spoons at once. You see something, you just see something, and it reminds you of something, or you see someone that. <sighs> of course. Well, should you ever need, since you'll, you're now working with me, should you need anything, don't hesitate to ask, and I'll do what I can. And if that re and if that includes removing someone's head from their shoulders. I will do so within reason. I mean, without reason, too, sometimes, given on my mood. But I ran. You uh, get some rest, you, and you, you come find us down at the tavern should you need us when you're ready, okay? Yeah. You seem like a good guy. Sorry, I just dropped my spit. No, it's quite right, I understand. You hadn't shown, so we were worried about you. Do me a favor if you can. Try and drink some water. You need a little bit of something, if you haven't already, okay? Okay. Alright, oh, we will I... see you tomorrow? Alright, rest well. She closes the door, and, uh, as you get back to the tavern, uh, you see that, like, you can almost hear that it is in a much more uproarious move than when you left, and... All the patrons are singing this uh, she uh, this sea shanty as you enter through the door. Um, th this one, or well, they they were singing, and then this one man kind of like stands up on his table to like do part of this solo and uh, sings. Where last I saw a man so proud to seek a life of fame. My heart would sing his praises then, but now I cry for shame. The man who was my lover fine, just look what he became. And then they all sing together. Woe, woe is me. He came home from the sea. And where he stood so handsome, now the devil in him be. Where youthful spirits thrive before a dark demon dwells within, and all that was so fine and fair is washed away in sin. The fiend will steal your heart, your soul, and even your bones. Such is the devilry of Skullface Davy Jones. And that particular last phrase, Skullfaced Fiend, hits you because that description matches the man who attacked your ship and crash landed on this planet. Um, I have two uh, more verses if you want me to continue singing, but uh, it'll be- uh, Yes, please. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, if that's fine with everyone. <clears throat> so let's see. Okay. 
When I was young, my sailor love, they promised they'd be true. Sweet and golden was their hair, so heavenly of hue. I kept my every promise made, and then they left me blue. Woe, woe is me, they came home from the sea. And where I left an angel, now the devil in him be. Where youthful spirits thrive before, a dark demon dwells within. And all that was so fine and fair is washed away in sin. That's uh, That fiend's fearsome lantern holds, airy soul he owns. Such is the devilry of skull-faced Davy Jones. And the last verse. For last I saw a pretty maid with countenance so fair. There now abides a wicked beast with with a burning, uh, with a burning fiendish glare, to see her woo another soul was more than I could bear. Woe, woe is me! She came home from the sea, and though she was alas so fine, the devil in her be. Where youthful spirits thrive before a dark demon dwells within, and all that was so fine and fair is washed away in sin. With star striders in his locker, the endless sky he roams. Such is the devilry of Skullface Davy Jones. And uh, the bar uh, uh, roars into, uh, uh, you know, into an uproarious laughter. And uh, as the, they return to their drinks after singing this uh, mighty song. And then uh, someone near the back of the bar stands up and says, do free bird and someone throws a bar stool at him and knocks him out. <laughs> Incredible. I'm gonna mumble to myself to find out more. <laughs> um. Uh. Do. Uh. Where. Where do you go from here? You know that uh, Sandra's waiting at the bar. Um. I leave. Wasn't ready to. To. For her buying Hayden a drink. But I was expecting to throw hands on sight, which is why I insisted on the two of them swapping places. Mm, I see. Like, I was, <laughs> I was ready for combat. But uh, I am a man, in this case. <laughs> of You're a person of their word. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't say it without laughing. I am a person of my word. So I will be making my way up to the bar for that drink. Yeah, for the record, man, woman, or person, being of your word, I think, is a little more important. Uh, exactly! Being of your word is more important than your gender. Exactly. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, uh, so you head up to the bar, and uh, as you sit down, uh, she sets... A drink in front of you. So how was it? Well, that little excursion was not as intense that I had expected, but I do believe it played out for the best. Hmm, that that's that's wonderful. Uh, <laughs> uh um, I I'm sorry. I seem to have gotten a, a head start on you. Uh, she points to like the four drinks around her. Uh, I might have overdone it been a while uh, flirted with someone <laughs> nonsense you worry too much cheers to you and going to lift my drink in her direction and then slam it back she'll slam back a drink and then uh go like flush in the face and kind of stumble a little oh, oh dear 
uh, uh, Raven uh, like steps behind the bar and is like, uh, I I can take over the bar from here. Uh, that that'd be lovely. Uh, Hayden, could you walk me up to my room? Uh, obviously, I don't expect anything more. Just to just walk against. Of course, I can do that for you. Wonderful. Um, as you walk up to the door, and you know she reaches it, she's like, oh. "Well then, dear sweet Sandra." have yourself a lovely evening okay i mean it'd be a lovelier evening if you stay but i i understand you're a married man i'm a married man and nothing happens without conversation and consent from my husband yes yes i i understand Uh, let's say uh mr hayden could you i'll see what i can do what would that be uh, Hayden, make a strength saving throw with disadvantage. Oh, fuck. This is not one of my strong ones. Ah, oh, tits. Okay, it's gonna be a seven. Um, she grabs your arms and someone comes up to you from behind and puts a rag over your face and, uh, make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> fucking chloroformed. Okay, this is one of my better ones. Uh, will this also be a disadvantage? Uh, yeah, they, they caught you at a very wrong moment. Okay. For you. Hey, that's incredible. That's gonna be a 19 either way. Uh, you're, you are still conscious right now. Um, but you can tell that, like, if you keep breathing this in, you're going to fall unconscious. Uh, you... Uh, they currently have you grappled. Uh, what do you do? As she says, I was just hoping you'd meet my boys. Well, I'm going to hold my breath. I'm going to roll my eyes at her. Um, hang on, hang on. I was not, um, fuck. All of these require... Uh, How restrained are my hands right now? Um, if you attempt to do a spell while you are restrained, I will ask for a sleight of hand check against their strength check. Okay. So Perfect. I do need just a second to double check. Um, quick, quick reminder for the leafy leaf. Mm-hmm. Um, so if the components are somatic, that's like hand stuff, yeah? Yeah, like so, uh, somatic stuff? means your hands, verbal means your mouth. Okay, perfect. Um, and then next question, um, because of course I'm willing to do the, to roll for the sleight of hand. Um, would you allow me to, at least in this particular moment, reef flavor thunderclap to a snap instead? If I'm able to... Yeah, if you're a yeah, you will have to make a sleight of hand check, but I'm fine with that. Perfect. Then that's what I'm gonna go for, because at the very least, I'm trying to break free. Yeah, they they do have advantage because this other person is helping them. Absolutely. Let me take a look real quick and see if I have any other options. Nope. Everything else requires words. Thank fuck for the thunderclap. Okay. Sleight of hand. Fuck, that's a 14. That's a 26. That You go to try and uh, make a component, but they squeeze your hand so tight that you're, or your 
They squeeze your wrist so tight that your hand is going numb. What's wrong? Does our... Our little moonlight rendezvous not romantic enough? You owe me a lot, Hayden. And... <laughs> um... You will have to make another constitution saving throw. I'll say that you can make this one flat because you're holding your breath and trying not to breathe this in. Okay. Um, and then the I've got something else increased. that I would like to attempt. Yes, but first make the con save. Fuck, that's a 12. Um, the DC jumped to 13. That is a failure. Fuck. Hayden, your consciousness is slipping away from you. You will have one action before you fall unconscious. What do you do? Okay. Um, so, so quick check. So there's... There's three other, there's three people here, yeah? Sandra and her two boys? Yeah. Okay, and like, what? what's the, what's the layout right now? Uh, you're in a hallway just outside the hotel room. Okay, um, and are they both restraining me? Uh, yeah, both of them are holding you on one end, and, uh... Who's, who's holding the, the uh, chloroform actually, mask uh, over my face? Uh, the person behind you is holding the chloroform over your face with, like, two hands. One person is, like, holding your shoulders, and the woman in front of you, Sandra, is holding your arms. Okay. So, my legs are free, yeah? Yeah, your legs are free. Okay. Am I standing or, or am I more slouched over? You're... You're kind of between those two states. You could You could wriggle and be in either of them. So wait, hold on. You said, you said that Sandra's holding my arm. So am I more? Am I leaning forward then? Um, uh, you're. She's holding your arms. One person is grabbed onto your shoulders and is pushing you down. Uh, kind of leaning you back, and the other person has like uh, their two hands with the chloroform mask over your face. Um, fuck. So I. Let me just ask you what I'm trying to figure out, because I might okay. be overthinking this here. So I I want to attempt to kick one of them that's restraining me. Mm -hmm. um, ideally, the one who has the chloroform rag over my face. You can but do that. I, I Okay, because I've been trying to get like a mental image to see if that would be realistically possible. But my brain's got it all fucking twisted, I guess. Okay, yeah, so it, yeah. It's fine. Yeah, I I want to try and basically kick at someone, hopefully, be able to again jar myself free. Magic didn't cut it, so I'm gonna go with what little brute strength I've got. That remains. Okay, okay. Uh, roll a strength check. Hey, that's a good roll. That's gonna be an 18. Uh, and they only rolled a five. You do push that person away. But even now, you can still feel your strength fading. Uh, and you do have an opportunity to speak. Um, uh, what? But this, like, your opportunity to speak or shout is the last thing you can do before you fall unconscious. What do you say? What do you try to say? Oh. Mm -hmm. So I'm still not entirely free, right? Uh, yeah, they're they're still holding you. You only pushed off the person who like was chloroforming you, 
you're okay. you're not totally free, but you do have an opportunity to speak. Okay. Um, do I have the opportunity to like try and try and take a quick deep breath to clear my head a little bit? Um, you feel like at this point you're quickly losing yourself. That it could be. It, it's it's already. It feels like you don't have enough time for that. Okay. Cool. So since um, two two really big combat hitters come to mind, Priscilla's unconscious. So I'm gonna go to Jalen because if I recall correctly, Jalen's more tanky. Okay. Is more uh. the tankiest person in the party. So I'm just going to just shout, Jalen, with okay. my last breath. Do I hear this? Passing out. Jalen, roll a. Okay, Hayden, I want you to first roll a Constitution check. Just roll and add your Constitution. This isn't a saving throw, but. This is going to determine how loud you can shout. Okay. This will determine what the DC is for Jalen to hear this. Oh, shit. It's an 8. Okay. That reduces the AC from 20 down to 12. Jalen, you have to roll a perception check 12 or higher to hear this. Please. Holy fuck. That's an 18. That's not an 18. That's a 12. 12 just exactly. Jalen, you hear Hayden call out to you, and you also hear, like, three sets of footsteps beginning to run away, like, loudly stomping okay. through the halls. I am gonna, uh, run as fast as I can towards what I'm hearing. Uh. Even if I have to dash to make it work. Uh, yes, you, you do dash, and... You find, uh, you find that you see one of Hayden's shoes lying on the hallway, and you hear other people running out a window. Yeah, I'm gonna follow the people running out the window. Okay, roll another perception check. It, uh, night has fallen at this point. It's dark. Uh, 12. Okay, you do vaguely see three figures running into the darkness and they're carrying Hayden. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna shout for Rosalind as I yeet myself out this window and continue to charge after them. And in that moment, as Jalen rushes out after these assailants, is where we're going to leave off the ninth episode of Myth Magic and Might. Good night everyone! God damn! <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> I've been kidnapped. Oh, uh, hope you. Oh no! Can wait two weeks. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shit. <laughs>